to Australian Horror Story, where we review Australian horror films directed, produced, written or made in Australia or by Australians. I'm Depraved. I'm Dr. Death. And today we are talking about the 2009 film, The Loved Ones. All right, Dr. Death, what are your initial thoughts of The Loved Ones? I thought it was very okay. Very okay. (laughs) All right, well... This film has really good reviews online. It's got 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. And apparently it also comes in at number 37 on Rotten Tomatoes, 100 top horror films of all time. So there you go. (laughs) Wow. That's, uh, yeah, I knew the 98% ranking, but 37. Yep. It's bonkers to me. Yes, it is crazy. (laughs) So... You think very okay. My initial mm. thoughts of this film is it's mm, batshit crazy. Yep. I didn't dislike the film. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed some parts more than others. I thought some parts were really hard to watch. I had my hands over my eyes in some of the more, you know, gruesome scenes. Yep. But yeah, look, I thought it was all right. So on the theatrical uh, poster release in the US, the tagline is... Prom night can be torture. Oh, so oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So I would say this is like a classic kind of take on the prom night film, but done in the Australian way, because of course we don't have prom in Australia, do yeah. we? Prom slash classic abduction slash crazy family tropes. Yes. All yes. thrown together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Think, I don't know, prom night cross with misery. Yeah. Which I've still not seen. <laughs> you've, you've got to see Misery, yeah. I know. But it, it tonally, it's a really strange film because it just yeah. shifts between tones. It shifts between being this like really crazy scenes of torture and everything and then you shift back and it's really kind of more subtle with the scenes with the mum and the yeah. and the girlfriend who were yeah. looking for him. All right, well, let's, let's get into a bit of the plot mm. here. So it opens up and I'm not sure where in Australia this is shot, but it's kind of – it is quite rural, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And there's this young kid whose name's Brent and he's driving along in the car. He's in the driver's seat and his dad is in the passenger seat and they're just talking and they're driving along this country road and suddenly a figure appears in the middle of the road and he swerves the car and wraps it around a tree and his dad dies yeah which is pretty sad and then we cut to six months later where we're at an Australian high school which is kind of doesn't look like an Australian high school. It looks more like an American high school. I know it's really annoying it's like we wear uniforms in Australia that bothered Mm. me straight um, yeah straight off the get-go with that yeah, yeah. So I think they've made this for an uh, American market. Yeah, which that's what it feels like. It's fair enough. And we'll actually might get into this later about the release of the film, but it actually didn't even have a theatrical release in Australia. Mm. So um, so we cut to, yeah, six months later and we're in the high school and the school dance is approaching and people are asking people out for the school dance and we see Brent and he's not he doesn't seem to be doing very well. No. The poor guy. He's very, you know, he's risk-taking behavior and self-harming and smoking the pot and all that and he gets approached by a young girl uh, who wants to ask him to the dance and he says uh no I'm good mate and that's just happens and then we go out and we meet Brent's girlfriend who's all lovely and everything like that and and we're also introduced to the comic relief of the movie oh Uh, yeah Brent's best mate yeah so that would be Jamie 
That's his name. Didn't even <laughs> didn't even get his name. I got it up. Okay, <laughs> so I can right. look at the names. Yeah. So introduce to Jamie, who's also got the hots for uh, Mia or Maya. I'm not sure. I don't right. know if yep. her name is ever spoken. And that's where we're kind of introduced to that little sideline story, mm. which kind of wraps into it later Mm. but kind of doesn't really go anywhere as well strange meanwhile uh, we learn a little bit more about brent's home home life we learn that his mum is depressed and she doesn't seem to want to leave the house so she's got is that agoraphobia and she doesn't seem to want brent to go into a car with anybody Mm. so do you also get the sense that she blames brent for the accident absolutely absolutely so she says something like oh no i i think he comes back and says oh what so it's about a experience so did I kill him or something like that because she she wants them to go to the dance in like a taxi instead of Holly uh Brent's girlfriend driving them Mm, yeah we also learn that Brent like I said before has been self-harming and he wears like a dog tag (laughs) necklace with a razor blade on. yeah so edgy so emo but I just think to myself wouldn't that be quite uncomfortable like (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so then we see Brent go out rock climbing into the Australian bush, which Mm -hmm. is quite a nice scene. And this kind of sets up that Brent has been doing some very risky behavior. So Mm. he's rock climbing up the face of this really living on the edge. Living on the edge. Yep. Which the dog seems to get up. His companion dog, who he takes out with him, seems to climb the rock just fine. Yeah. Which makes me think that they do it all the time, Mm. right? Like the dog's like, oh yeah, we're, we're going up the rock again yeah Mm. and the dogs figured out the easy way to get up yeah and brent takes the hard way yeah so he's up there listening to his ipod shuffle (laughs) so this movie is 10 years old yeah and he's just sitting up there on the top of the rock thinking about life and he gets abducted Mm. by we don't know who at that stage it's a strange mysterious man Mm. puts a chloroform what is it chloroform i don't as I say it, that does not feel like the word. Chlo- no, yeah, is that it? That's right. Okay, chloroform. Yeah. yeah. Um, and a sack over his head mm. and off we go, Brent. Mm-hmm. And I actually thought at that stage that he was dead. Did you? Mm. Yeah. Then we actually learn who the abductor is. So I don't know if we've if I've skipped over a bit there. but I feel like there's not. Yeah, I feel like there's just a... It's suddenly we're in the kitchen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly we're in the kitchen and Brent wakes up and he's all trussed up. He's in a tuxedo and we learn that the abductor is the quiet girl who asked him out on the dance who he said no to. And she's not so quiet anymore. And there she is in the kitchen with her creepy father. Yeah, you're you're right. We did miss a section. We missed when Lola's in the bedroom and then classic Casey Chambers, Am I Not Pretty Enough? Oh, yeah. So fantastic. So we get this like little montage of, of Lola's bedroom, all these dolls, really childlike, all these, I think like these little collages of how to get him to stay, like all the things. Yeah. <laughs> really cool. And then she's sat on the bed and then dad comes in with her her, oh, with her her dance dress yeah her prom um, dress her prom dress and then she undresses in front of him and that's where we start to get a sense of the relationship her uh, relationship with yes. dad yep yep very awkward 
the father's looking at her as she undresses. So yeah, she undresses and he's like looking at her butt. It's and disgusting. It's like, oh, okay, something is going on. It's here. really gross. So Brent finds himself in this very strange situation, and there's also another character mm. in the kitchen as well who is only referred to as Bright Eyes. Yeah. Was that the mum? Yeah. Because at the end spoiler yeah at the end she (laughs) refers to it as the mum yeah and we see immediately that there's something not quite right with bright eyes Mm, yeah so she's really docile slash comatose because she's got a big old hole in her head she has a hole in her head yeah but that's not explained at that stage no so yeah and it's just uh, these scenes are (laughs) so full-on they're so crazy yeah and it goes back to what I was saying about like the shifting tones of the film. It's so true, yeah. In the kitchen scenes, and um, by the way, the kitchen's all made up to look like school dance. Mm. So there's a, a big sign that says happy end of year school dance and there's glitter all over the floor. And you've got and your disco ball. A disco ball on the roof and Lola is dressed up in this prom dress and the father's got a suit on and bright eyes has even got a prom dress on yep. and it's so weird i think it's in that moment where lola's like to dad who's prettier oh, like yeah, it's so gross and bright eyes yeah and then they have to get oh she she's forced to take this photo uh lola with bright eyes and brent mm. And then you can kind of see this anger from Lola towards Bright Eyes and Mm. uh, like she's really resentful towards Bright Mm. Eyes and like in fact pulls her hair, which is all, you know, frail and coming out. So you wonder, well, I wondered how long Bright Eyes had been in this state Mm. for because all her hair was clearly kind of falling out and... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's there's a whole backstory there mm. that we don't kind of really learn. Definitely the relationship, the family dynamics are very strange. So yeah, we we keep cutting between this kitchen scene or like prom night in the kitchen scene mm. and back at Brent's home where his mum is really worried about him because obviously he was supposed to turn up to the school dance and he hasn't come he hasn't arrived. And his girlfriend is also looking for him. Mm. So we keep cutting between those kind of those scenes. And we start to learn that there is a connection between the car crash at the beginning Mm. and what seems to be other victims that Lola and her father. I don't know if we ever learn the father's name, but it's just dad. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We figure that out that there's other victims. Yeah. And Lola is looking through her book with Brent yeah, and showing him the other victims. And it's all been objects of her affection who haven't reciprocated uh-huh. the feelings. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about the other victims and, and that connection with well, the car crash? I was trying to place, like trying to retrace the history a little because in the, in the first one that she does, she looks incredibly young. I mean, they mm. don't show all of her body, but I would guess 12 yeah like it looks like she was in primary school with her first victim yeah which is like the little he was a little boy the victim was a little boy yeah that is so full-on yeah and then we learn we may be skipping ahead a little bit right with the one who got away yeah, yeah. Are we skipping ahead no, too no, much? No, no, I don't think so. Cool. No. And so um, we learn the connection between the car crash and Lola and the one who got away. So the person who Deprave was speaking about at the beginning of the movie who Brent had to swerve 
and ended up killing dad was in fact one of Lola's victims, the only one who mm. got away. Who we also learn is Mia's brother. Yes, so the girlfriend of Brent's best friend. Jeez, this is quite <laughs> it's, it seems convoluted. really complicated, but it's not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's also the son of the town cop. Yes. Yeah, it, it sounds complicated, but, but it's, it's not. But it's explained so simply. I yeah. don't know. They actually do a really good job of getting the plot across in a way that doesn't sound as complex as we're making it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're making it sound way more We need a diagram. Yeah. So let's talk about the torture scenes. Yeah, go Because I think because a lot of the movie is... Mm these torture scenes yep. in the kitchen. Oh God, I found these so hard to watch. Yeah, okay. See, I've I've got different opinions than I feel like you, than mm-hmm. my partner who was watching it with me at the time. And I read some reviews and I've got different opinions and like everybody else is on this. I didn't like the torture. I didn't find it uncomfortable. Right, really? I know. Even I, the foot scenes? It wasn't. With the, oh, God. You know what? Like, I don't think I have ever said this about any other movie, but I wanted more torture. Oh, my God. <laughs> it You're wasn't. mental. <laughs> I feel like the suspense wasn't there. That's true. It was really just like, oh, okay, he's got a knife in his foot. Like, I... I I didn't mm. feel anything from it. Oh. I wasn't cringing and they really didn't show enough, which again, I thought I would never say about a movie because I'm all about the unseen. But mm. when they would like finally show things with it, I'm like, oh, okay. Like show me a hole in the head. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah. I wanted more gore. Right. Yeah. They could have, <laughs> they could have done a little bit more like how she got the fork and she carved yeah, yeah. the I wanted to see chest. it. We could have seen that. Like, that would have Mm. been a good opportunity, I suppose. Or even going back to, like, Saw, for instance, Mm. um, you know, where, okay, if we're not seeing it, make us feel like it's happening still. Like, Mm. they had, like, he's screaming, but it wasn't, I don't know, it it didn't feel like it was happening. Yeah. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. With the carving on the Mm. chest bit. We don't see him going through that at all. That's what I wanted to see. We just cut to the Lola and her dad standing there with a fork. And there's like blood on the fork. And then we see he's got like a heart on his chest. Yeah. But we don't see him kind of going through that. That's what I wanted. Yeah. And you didn't find the drill scene? Weirdly, I I wasn't impacted by it. Oh. Yeah, I, d- I don't know what it was and I can't, I can't quite put my finger. Was it like a lack of suspense? Was it the fact that they kept breaking the suspense? And in fact, they did this twice and it really irked me. Like they did it with the with the drill scene. Oh, whoops. I'm d- like, you know how she, okay, so she's approaching with a drill mm. and then it's a break in tension because she's like, oh, I'm not doing it hard enough or something. And they do the same thing with another of their torture moments. Like she's doing something and then she has to pull away and stop and break the tension mm-hmm. but because they did it twice it really annoyed me that yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah. like yeah. the tension kept being broken there was not enough suspense around it it mm. just it didn't feel effective do you think like it's this film's hard to describe like in a way because it, it's not scary it's not um, i think that's what i was missing i really wanted it to be scary and sometimes it verges on the camp and yeah. kind of comedy side it's, which i don't mind tongue-in-cheek sometimes mm. but not clever I don't yeah know. yeah yeah and i think you wrote about the mood of the movie just being strange it's yeah. just strange it's surreal at times like mm. there's some scenes which are kind of surreal and 
uh, dreamlike. Mm. And I don't know if that was because they're trying to show what it was like from the perspective of the Brent character who was going through this torture. But mm. yeah, I, I don't know. But Brent's going through this torture and then mm. at one point he escapes mm, mm, and mm. he fucks shit up which is good but he doesn't quite escape long enough because he ends up in basement hole well Should he, we he escapes he escapes twice mm. and again going back to that tension broken back again oh, that's right he escapes they, they he repeat the same tree. things too many times and that's what makes it ineffective but i guess going back to like classic abduction movies and the tropes within that like there's always this almost escape and then Mm. they're pulled back in and it didn't feel as like oh no that's devastating when he got pulled in I was just like oh yeah whatever Mm. like it was too predictable yeah so the first time he got out way too early into the movie to get out so he got out and then like climbs up the tree which is which is such a dumb wasn't it dumb I'm like dude climb over the fence just run it was so annoying no I'm gonna I'm gonna run up a tree (laughs) like how is that escaping like they know where you are you're in the tree it's so dumb it was really stupid i don't know then they're throwing rocks at him and oh i don't know like that part of the movie what what did you think about that part like when they're throwing rocks up and i thought and maybe i'm reading too much into this but Mm. i kind of thought well maybe it's because you know that classic like the bullies are um, the bullied become the bullies yeah aggressor becomes yep i hear what you're saying yeah so i'm figuring that lola has a really hard time at school and Mm. um probably gets bullied quite a lot Mm. and this scene was an opportunity for her to be the bully and because it's just that you know because they're not just throwing rocks they're throwing rocks and they're laughing and her and her dad are Mm. like do do you get get what i mean like it's like they're just pegging these rocks and laughing about it and I think it's really funny yeah kind of like classic bullies would yeah to a, a, a bullied student who yep. might be trying to um hide away from their insults like that's a good take on it yeah that's what I kind of felt like she because she's so different between her the way she is at school mm. uh, she's just this quiet meek little girl mm. to how she is in the home with her father so yeah yeah, I just felt like this is her opportunity to to kind of get back to take some power. Yeah, mm. exactly. But yeah, it was annoying it how did. he escaped up a tree and then they bring him back in, and that's I think it's at that point mm. when they stab the knives through mm. his feet, which yeah. is bleh, I thought was gross. But yeah, I think it's also um, you know when he's in the tree, I guess the way that you would kind of hunt an animal as mm, well yeah and that kind of dehumanizing like mm. he is dehumanized from the start in fact you know how they in, inject the bleach so he can't speak oh is that what they injected yeah into him? yeah that's why he doesn't speak the whole time oh i didn't get that yeah right. which I is must, i must have blinked in that moment yeah which is kind of interesting now i think of it, i don't know how much this guy talks like he, he doesn't talk through the whole no he doesn't no and can we just mm. quickly talk about the actor who plays Brent? I loved him. His name's Xavier Samuel. Mm. I looked him up. 
I thought he looked like a young Michael Hutchins. Didn't he? Yes. So much. He I agree. It's just this gorgeous kid, right? So emo, but I just loved him. And as soon as I saw him on screen, yeah. I was like, oh, he looks like a young Michael Hutchins. And funnily enough, mm. the film title, The Loved Ones, mm. The Loved Ones were actually a band from the 1960s, Australian band, which uh-huh. you probably know. Yep. Their biggest hit. The Loved One, which was like a number one single in the late 60s, mm. I think, was covered by In Excess. Aww. So I wonder, <laughs> that was a long way to get around to my point, but I wonder if they cast this kid mm. um, and made him look the way he does, mm. um, kind of as a bit of a homage to Yeah, possibly. To that. Yeah. Because his hair, like everything about him, yeah, just absolutely look like Michael Hutchins, I yeah. agree. And you're right, and he doesn't talk much, like a classic kind of grunge Mm. rock kind of guy he's Mm. just like this silent brooding type yeah okay so they inject bleach into his neck do they wouldn't that fucking kill him yeah they must have uh i guess um, (laughs) along the years kind of come up with the perfect dosage they do a lot of things soon like when they drill into his skull yeah i'm thinking surely that would have had some kind of effect yeah yeah i know it's interesting so I, w- I was kind of thinking about that. So they've clearly gone in just enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm going, people can't see my visual, <laughs> me drilling into my skull. Because this is how they used to lobotomize people, yeah. right? It should change your uh, like executive functioning mm. so that you wouldn't be able to speak, but he can't anyway. Mm. Again, I know we're jumping ahead, but he gets in and he drives a bloody car. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that huge plot hole. Clearly like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Sharpened their tools through yeah. the years. They've gotten good because I suppose the dad goes, you know, stop now, stop now. And he knows how far to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine they had some accidents through the years. Yeah. We might be jumping ahead again, Mm. but let's talk about what's in that basement area. Like in Australia, we don't really have basements. So it's not really a basement. It's more just like a hole in the floor. It's a cellar. Yeah. And we first get introduced to the fact that there's something down there because along the way they pick up a roadkill possum oh yeah which is very australian Mm -hmm. the roadkill not picking it up (laughs) unless you're you unless you're me (laughs) so they have this dead possum and they throw it they open up this hole in the floor and they throw it down and we hear this kind of squealing Ah, and stuff and i thought maybe it was like wild pigs or something down there brent ends up in this hole along with the father Mm. And we learn that it's actually victims. Yes. It's never really explained. Yeah. So you're right. We're jumping ahead heaps. So like what's happened? Because that's like towards end of the movie. So all this stuff happens. Brent escapes. Right. Mm. So Brent escapes after they're drilling the hole in his head. Mm -hmm. He gets out his trusty razor blade. Mm. He slashes dad across the face. Yep. He he pulls the knives out of his feet and starts stabbing dad in the neck, which is really satisfying. Mm. And then kicks Lola and then Lola's knocked out, pushes dad into the pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how we end up there. The people in the pit are exes, the ex-boyfriends. Right. Yeah. And it's... Who weird. turn into zombies for some yeah, unexplainable like reason. They've got like pointy teeth and they're like all feral. Yeah. And I, I found that a kind of weird plot point because mm. it, it's not really explained like how they stayed alive, how they became to be flesh eating zombies. Zombies. <laughs> like it yeah. just seems a bit out of place. Yeah. I, I didn't like that part. It was. And anyway, 
Brent gets rid of them. Mm. And Which I missed, but like, I don't know if that happened real quickly or I just got bored because I'm just like, oh, what happened to them? And Synaptic's like, oh, he killed them with a hammer. And I'm like, where yeah. the hell was I? This was, I don't know if it just happened quickly or I got, or it was dim or something. I didn't pick it up. It was a really dark scene. Oh, okay. It was kind of mostly in the dark, like just by flashlight or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whilst all of this is happening, people are still out looking for Brent. Mm. There's the local cop whose daughter is out on a date with Brent's best friend. Mm. Brent's mum calls the local cop and says, you know, Brent's missing. Can you help us find him? His dog. Oh, we didn't talk about what happened to the dog. Can we stop killing dogs in movies? I feel like how many bloody movies have we reviewed now where the dogs die? Like Snowtown, um, this one, maybe it's only two, but like what? stop doing this in horror movies. It's, they keep doing it to be like, look how crazy we are. We can kill Mm. a dog. It's like, okay, Show us that in a different way. It's boring. Not yeah. only boring, but it's sad and needless and we don't like it. Stop doing it. Yeah. I didn't like that. No. No. Because the poor doggy comes crawling back to the house and his uh. mum sees it and it's all like stabbed and stuff. Mm. And The noise in the car. Yeah. Don't no. do that. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. Mm. Yeah. So the mum says to the local town cop, can you help find him? And so the town cop goes and has a chat to Brent's girlfriend and he says to Brent's girlfriend, whose name escapes me, is it Olivia or something? Holly. Holly. <laughs> Close. Um, he says, oh, if you think of anything, let me know. And anyway, she's just like hanging out at home all sad. And then inexplicably, she just thinks, oh, yeah, maybe it's Lola who asked him out on the dance. Like, why would you think that? Why would you think that? that uh, anyway I reckon it made sense wouldn't you like because that made sense to me you'd be like retracing did anything weird happen where did he say he was gonna I reckon that made sense yeah I suppose I suppose (laughs) I I just uh, it just wouldn't be the first thing I'd think of but anyway she rings the cop Mm. and she goes this is what happened and he could be out there so Mm. off the cop goes to Lola and her dad's house Mm. and he walks in on this scene except there's no one around because of course Brent is in the base basement in the pit and the hole in the pit then you want to explain what happens is this where he starts building the bone ladder no no bone ladder (laughs) no the cop opens up he could hear Brent banging on the the thing and he opens up the pit lid yeah lid (laughs) doors He opens up the doors to the floor pit (laughs) and he sees Brent down there. And this is just so like, yeah, such an moment because you just know that Lola is going to come up behind him and she does Mm. and she fucking kills him and he falls into the pit. And I just like, I felt so sad at that moment because I'm like, Hasn't enough already happened to that family? I don't know what happens for me watching movies sometimes, but then just this part didn't happen. So, like, how does she kill him? She kills him with a um. Oh God, I don't even know. But she, yeah. She oh no, no, no! It's a, it's an axe or some. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Yeah, she slices his head like yeah. almost in half, and yeah. he just falls into the pit. Yeah, yeah. I think it is at that moment that mm. Brent then decides to build a ladder out of all the bones the bone in the, the bone ladder. <laughs> And he does get out. Mm. He has a battle with Lola. 
is that what? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, I got like there. As we speak through this movie, there are way too many plot holes. Honestly, like we'll come back to it in a bit. But well, it's okay, so he's getting out of the bone pit using the bone ladder, and does Lola go? She, away first. That's right. She does. She goes away first because she says, "I'm gonna go and kill your mum and your girlfriend." Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna stab Holly in the heart like you stabbed me in the heart. And yep. I'm gonna kill your mum like you killed my dad. That's yep. right. Yep. And she revenge. She goes off and she's walking down the road looking like an absolute psycho. Mm. With a knife in her hand it's and cool. blood on her dress. It's and, a cool image. And that's when he makes the bone ladder and mm. he gets out. He gets in the cop car and he starts driving. With having both his feet severed. Yes. yes. And lobotomized. Yes. It's okay. Crazy. Okay, loved ones. Sure, that happened. That was really annoying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah That's that, that was a bit crazy. Mm. Like you wouldn't be able to drive no. with feet like that. No. No, he would have bled out long ago. I don't ago. know how much adrenaline can help you in that situation, but yep. he seemed pretty far gone, mm. and especially with a goddamn hole in his head <laughs> as well. Bleach in your neck, yeah. Okay. And didn't they pour boiling water into no, the they hole? They were about to. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. At that stage, Holly, the girl, Brent's girlfriend, mm. is driving towards the property as well. Mm. She almost... Uh, runs over Lola on mm. the highway. And then there's a battle between Lola and Holly. Yeah. Then they get knocked out the car. Mm. Oh, the- and Brent comes along in the cop car. Why Holly doesn't just speed off is inexplicable. Yeah. I'll just sit here and stare at you in my moving vehicle and just sit here immobilized. It's so crazy. Oh, the plot holes. I mean, you, you imagine coming across on a deserted road, this crazy chick in a bloody formal dress with blood all over it. Yep. And you just sit Stop. there in your car and you're just like, hey, <laughs> like, wouldn't you drive? <laughs> it's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah. Then the coolest scene of the mm. movie happens, which is right at the end. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So they get out of the car. I feel like some struggles going on. What happens? I don't, I don't know. Like, how does no? Well, Brent comes speeding along in his cop car as they're as they're having as this the girls are on gotcha. the road. Yeah, because Holly starts running away mm. and he almost he swerves to miss Holly. Yeah, and then he hits Lola. Yeah, and Lola goes flying up in the air. Yeah, and then Holly and and they think Lola's dead. Right mm. on the road back there. And Brent and Holly reunite and Holly's very shocked at his appearance, which mm. you would be. <laughs> and then and then they look back and they see Lola crawling along cool the highway. Yep. And this was probably the best visual of the whole movie, I yeah. reckon. And you're waiting for it to happen too. Yeah. So you've got you've got car left of scene, long shot. And you see her knife in the ground, dragging herself along. Yeah. Such a cool visual. And did you see her wrist? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's cool. With like the bones yeah. coming out of yeah, it. Yeah, that was cool. Shit. Like, oh. And she's just like staring at them, crawling along, wanting, yeah. And then, of course, we know what happens then. She, mm. They just, yeah, get rid of her. Yeah. So... I love that closing shot. Actually, it wasn't the closing shot. Mm. It was. It should have. They should have ended the movie there. Actually, when they yeah. when the cop car goes over the top of Lola, they yeah. should have ended the movie there. What, what happened on, after? Who knows? Because it doesn't matter. Like yeah, yeah, I, I know. Really can't remember. Yeah, I know. But so, like, I feel. Oh, they go home or something. He shit. reunites with his mom. Yeah, yeah. Like, Which you, you don't like. We know that we happens. Don't need that. You know what? I would have even been stoked. 
because I like Lola, if um they didn't even run over her. Like, because you know how they had that really long mm. shot, just zooming up in her face, she's breathing, and you see the tears starting to stream. I just love that visual of her crawling using the knife. Yeah, like, they could have ended it there. Or just not even have the impact. Like, have, have the car reversing and then just to black, you yeah. know? That's yep. way cooler. Yeah. I always wonder with these movies, it's like – when what happens in the aftermath like I don't want to mm. see it on the screen but, but I just do wonder. wonder what happens in the aftermath how do they explain all of this like how do, do they explain what happened like, do, you, do you know what that's so funny because I was thinking the same thing while watching it like when they started to reverse I'm like oh well now they won't be able to like defend themselves in court yeah. because like now they're just taking it too far yeah <laughs> they're exactly. not defending themselves like it's weird that we both had that same thought yeah. while watching this. Maybe because it's it's kind of based in reality while still really dipping a toe into the very, very bizarre. Mm. It's still very real. So you do yep. kind of ponder on the real life yeah, how consequences. Are they, how, how are they going to get themselves out of this yeah. and prove that it wasn't them that like yeah. murdered the cop? Yeah. And- <laughs> oh, God. And oh, I, I do think about I do think about that stuff. <laughs> The film's written and directed by Sean Byrne, mm. and it was his directorial debut. Cool. The budget was four million, mm. and it grossed it grossed just under four hundred thousand at the box office. Well, it wasn't um Ed, was it? No. So it only got a theatrical release in the states. Like, did the film festival circuits, mm. and it had a really, really limited theatrical release in the states, but it never got released in the cinemas in Australia. I wonder why. I don't know. It's always the question, eh? Well, Australian horror films aren't really that well supported by the industry here anyway. Yeah, but this was after Wolf Creek. So that's true. We'd already established that Australians will eat it up. Like we're into it. It had good responses in the film festivals. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's... It's hard to explain. Why. Yeah. Was it maybe pitched too much to an American audience? Possibly. Um, but I don't hmm. know. It, I don't it, know. It, it's Australian. Yeah. Like it feels Australian yeah, yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, aside from the fact that they made the high school look, uh, the American. high school look a bit American with like the lockers and yeah. the, the, like the non-school uniform. uniform and stuff. But other than that, it felt really Australian. Mm. I don't know why they wouldn't have released this in Australia. I think it would have, maybe it was too weird. To be fair, I actually know literally nothing about how they determine what's to be released where. I have no idea about mm. any of that. So, And we both saw this on Google Play, so mm. it's not on Netflix. It or was. Oh, it was on Netflix? It was. I remember, yeah, it came up. Its reputation for me was complete torture porn, so I was never really drawn to watch it. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. So that's that's what I'd known about this because everybody bangs on about the drill scene, mm-hmm. you know, and what I'd heard about it. So I knew literally nothing about it until yeah. someone mentioned it that, that we should do it. Yeah. So yeah. I did not know what to expect. But I have one complaint about the cover art for this is Mm. that it kind of gives away what is going to happen because Mm. it's not revealed that he's been abducted by Lola and her dad uh, until about 20 minutes into the film Mm. or something. So Mm. that's one of the big reveals. Yeah. But on the poster cover art, it's Lola and Brent. 
So it kind of it kind yeah. of gives it away. I I don't know. I think that's that's It's a cool image though. I do like the, yeah. the cover. Mm. Yeah, it is a good image. Yeah, so look, I thought the best performance of the film was definitely Lola, who mm. was played by an actress called Robin McCleary. Mm. She was great. Yeah, did you like her? Absolutely. Yeah. I thought she was just mental. Do you know what? I I was thinking about this. She did so well to reign in her performance because I think it's very easy. Like if we think of the Rob Zombie movies where you've got whatever Rob Zombie's wife, Sherry, whatever, she just goes like full crazy. Like, mm. ah, ha, ha, ha. like it's very easy to just be completely insane. Mm. But I think Lola does really well in kind of reining that back. Yeah. A lot of the time. I agree because you don't necessarily hate her. Like, I'm kind I like her. Of like I was her rooting for her. A bit on her side yeah. in a way. Yeah. Like, I want things to work out for her. <laughs> like, You'll find your prince, Lola. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah I uh, I don't know so you're right she did Mm. really well to to balance that craziness with still still being a little bit relatable but I was so glad her father died yeah yeah so gross look that's pretty much all I've got on this did you have you got any more thoughts on the film like there's a lot of plot holes as we were kind of pointing out and there's a lot of things that I really didn't like about this Mm. so I didn't like that it didn't go really solidly into any one direction so as i as i said there's so many tension breaks Mm. and then we've got the weird pit zombies like yeah i think we really could have done without like the comic relief yeah that the the best friend Mm. um plot point was kind of redundant wasn't it yeah we didn't need those those little excerpts at all i honestly feel like they did that to extend the movie really yeah because think about how like how much time is spent with those two people i would have liked it way more if it was this kind of claustrophobic we're only in the house Mm. we we never kind of get outside that would have been a way better movie in my opinion with some more drawn out tense scenes yeah they needed more tension so I didn't like that part I I didn't like a lot about this movie and I was left just being like oh that's okay which is weird because I had I don't think I hyped it up I think a lot of other people had hyped it up Mm. and as you say it's like number 37 on like which is so weird because it's not that great it's not good it's it's very okay yeah so I don't I don't don't understand how it (laughs) Who knows? Do you have any highlights? Not really. I, you know what? My favorite part as I was talking about it was like just the, the little montage of Lola's room. Yeah. I think they could have built on her character a bit more. I would have liked to have seen some more moments of Lola alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't feel like her character was well established. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like we could have spent way more time with that actress. Yeah. I, I think she was great. And even even before, even before like we met Brent, etc. Mm. Like they should have, ha- they could have had sometimes like with her in class, like just following her story a bit more before. Yeah, maybe building up uh, some of the motivation to why she's so mm. batshit crazy. Yeah, like we could have seen her maybe ostracized a bit more from by her peers. Yeah, and then we would have a bit more sympathy for Mm. her character as to why she's doing the things that she's doing. Yeah. 
Um, I'm glad they didn't dwell anymore on the relationship between her and her dad. Yeah. That's one thing I'm glad they didn't dwell on. Yeah. But, like, that was just enough. Like, that was just enough creepiness to know that we know that there's some incest going on. Yeah. A little bit more of her backstory would have been really good. Yeah. And that maybe could have been how they fleshed out the story. Like, what was the running time of the movie? It was, I think it was, like, uh, 93 minutes or something. Right, Pretty right. short. Yeah. So... Only just a feature film. Could have done without all the side stories. Like, the mum could not have cared less about. Boring. Mm. Yeah, very boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and th- there was just tr- so much of it that I didn't care about. And as I was saying before, really weird. I wanted more torture. I wanted more of like a... <laughs> I want more torture. <laughs> but like, I never want that. But I just don't think this movie knew what it was, Mm. which I think is what it was trying to do, you know, just kind of span a few different things, but it never really hit home Mm. for me. Yeah, I I think I'm in agreement with you there. I I don't think I disliked it as much as you did. Yeah. I loved that scene of her crawling along the... That's sick. Yeah. That that was probably my favorite scene. And I loved the co-star Brent. Yeah. I loved that actor. I thought he was just really nice to look at and I loved the, um, the lead character, Lola. Yeah. She was just so good. So so what do you rate it? Two. Two out of five. Okay. I think I give it a two and a half. What's with us? Every what, Okay. If uh, I don't know how listeners are going to interact with us, but I suppose Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. If people have seen this, can you tell us what we've missed out on and why you guys might love it so much because what are we missing yeah Yeah, we do have a facebook page so you can (laughs) can hop on our facebook and send us a message Mm. um or post on our wall and if you did love this movie tell us what we're missing like maybe maybe if you live overseas you love it because Mm. it has that australianness i'm not sure and 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 we're just taking that for granted so yeah i'm not sure you know what that does raise a point because like the few reviews i've i've heard on this are from america and, and they eat this shit up so mm. what are okay. we missing yeah what mm. are we missing all right well that's it cool all right bye bye